Good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning, Faversham Community Church. It's uh, Matt Spock here, and it's a real joy and blessing to be joining you this morning um, via whatever device you're using, whether you're broadcasting this massive face up on your tellies or whether you're watching it on your phone, wherever you are, whoever you are, welcome. It's so good to be with you. Um, Sam asked me to to share from John's Gospel uh, this morning as you've been going through John's Gospel from chapters 14 to 17 looking at hope for troubled hearts and I, I'm kind of excited about the message that that we will receive this morning. I've, I've benefited so much from these verses that Jesus is saying to his disciples here as I've been preparing this this week because what we see is that Jesus has a call for us to join him on his mission to bring hope to troubled hearts. Let that sink in for a moment. That the God, the creator of this world, the one who came to save, the one who died on the cross, rose again, bringing with him the promise of new life. He, in his wisdom... <laughs> In his manifold wisdom, chooses men and women, both young and old, children who love him, who follow him. He chooses us to join with him in bringing hope to troubled hearts. Now, these are troubling times. There's almost not enough words to describe how painful this season has been for so many people whether that's with all that we have faced with COVID-19 or all that is is coming apparent through what is happening around race relations and the Black Lives Matters movement this is a painful and troubling time so much has been swept with waves of of uncertainty that has, has just knocked so many people's lives out of kilter. The things that people once lived for, the things that once brought people security and hope have been washed away. And so that's why I am excited about what Jesus is saying to us this morning. Because he wants to use us, everyday people like me and you, dare I even say average Joes like me and you to bring hope to those around us today in the year 2020 where so much of this year will be remembered for pain for the most unbelievable set of circumstances and events both you know in our nation and the nations actually I believe that God has a better story for his creation and we get to partake with him in bringing that and that excites me it really does excite me so we are going to be in John's gospel chapter 14 verses 12 to 14 only a few verses but they pack a big punch and my aim for the time that we have together is just to walk through these to to just go through it and just to, to pick up a couple of points 
uh, for us to consider and what God is calling us to and how we can do that. Everyone up for that? Great. So I'm just going to read these verses now. So this is John 14 verses 12 to 14. Truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And he will do even greater works than these because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet. Thank you that all your word is good and profitable for those who love you, who want to follow you, who call you as their Lord and their Saviour. Lord God, I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit to be with us now, that you would illuminate this scripture onto our hearts, that it would transform us, that it would speak and transform our hearts and our minds to be caught up in, in what you're doing and what you want to do in this year, in these days. Lord God. Amen. So let's start off with verse 12. We, we see that Jesus says, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. So what, what does that tell us? Well, quite simply, what he's saying is, all those who believe in Christ Jesus, all those that are his followers, all those that are his disciples, are called to imitate him. That's the call upon our lives is to imitate him to walk today as he walked then to do the works that he did then to do those works today so whatever Jesus was known for then we are called to be known for those things today God's heart is that as we follow him we would follow him in every aspect of our lives our faith and our relationship with him is something that we must cherish that we must celebrate that we must enjoy but it's also something that we should be sharing and what Jesus is saying is look disciples what I want you to know is that my plan and the father's plan is that you will carry on these works Jesus has said before that he's going to go back to the father and he says it here in, in verse 12 because I am going to the father you're going to do the work <laughs> Jesus's plan Jesus's uh, intention his expectation is that the disciples and his people wouldn't disband and break up like some boy band as he ascends off to heaven no the band are sticking together. The band are still called to tour with his good news and to do his works. And that's his plan for us today. Now, as we've already briefly thought about how much this world, how much our communities, how much Faversham and the whole of the Swale borough, how much in the UK and overseas, how much hope do people need in these days? How are we to bring hope? How is it? Well, we do that by bringing the works of Jesus in and through our everyday lives. 
yes, that might, may seem tricky at this precise moment, but there are still opportunities. Now, there's opportunities as we, as we queue at Tesco. Are we, are we asking and being expectant for opportunities to come to do his works as we do the most mundane things in life? As we go for our daily walk, as we go for our daily exercise, as we are on Zooms with our work colleagues, are we prepared, are we ready to do the works of Jesus today? Because that's what he's called us to do. That's his intention. The amazing thing about our relationship with God is that we get to join him and co-labour with him in what he is doing already. This week, Edie has loved being in the kitchen with me and Helen. I uh, met, was making burgers and chips the other night and Edie just wanted, she's my youngest daughter, she just wanted to get involved. She just wanted to get involved in what daddy was already doing. I didn't need her in order to prepare this meal. But I loved her joining in with me and I loved the, the relationship that we had in it. And I loved to see her walk in what I was doing. And it was this amazing moment for us as father and child. And this is what God wants with us as we co-labour with him doing the works of Christ today. And we see throughout the New Testament, we are called a, a, a chosen race, a royal priesthood to, to bring and witness to Jesus Christ to bring his hope to bring the gospel to the world around us we are to be his witnesses we are to be his ambassadors the ambassadors of a of a kingdom of heaven the kingdom of heaven is a kingdom of hope of great hope a hope of which many of us have been holding on to in these difficult days we are called to be ambassadors of that kingdom as we go throughout our lives Jesus's great commission to his disciples was to go and make disciples Jesus when he lived on earth he gathered disciples teaching them how to follow God how to love God he taught them how to bring the kingdom of God near that's what Jesus was all about when he lived on this earth, he was all about bringing the kingdom of God here on earth. In the Lord's Prayer, we pray, Lord, let your kingdom come today on earth as it is in heaven. God is all about bringing his kingdom near. God wants to bring those who are far away near to him. He wants to make a home in the heart of the lost. In the heart of those who are without a shepherd. He wants to bring them back into his fold and he wants us to be joining in with him in doing his works today so that that can happen we are to be his instruments and his mouthpieces of hope to those around us and so many of us are involved in different works both locally and we see them globally as well things like make lunch things like food bank cap work there's so many different ways in which we can collectively 
uh, join forces together as the people of God to do his works. But then there's also the everyday uh, individual walks that we have that God is, is saying, look, Jesus is saying, I want you to carry on my works. And then he says something rather baffling <laughs> also in this verse. He, he sets this, this, this task, he sets this call upon his followers and then he follows it up with something which, let's be honest, can confuse and baffle and perplex us. And I'm sure as Jesus said these words, the disciples are like, say, what, Jesus? What? Did you really just say? I can imagine them kind of talking to one another like, did you just hear what he said? Did, he, what, did, I, did I hear that right? What, what am I talking about? He says, and he will do even greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. What are these greater works? Is Jesus seriously asking us to out-miracle him in some way, shape or form? Now, imagine what the disciples must have been feeling. They've seen him walk on water. They've seen him bring Lazarus back to life. They've seen him heal the sick. They've seen him heal a blind man. They've seen him turn water into wine. They've seen him walk on water. They've seen him calm storms. And we know that he is the Messiah, the Saviour who died on the cross and who rose again. Jesus, what does this mean to do greater works? What is this all about? Because Jesus, you know what? I don't know if I can do anything greater than that. What you have already done and what you've already accomplished, Jesus, is the greatest news of all history for all time. Jesus, what, what are you, what is this all about? Well, I think what the greater works are is, isn't necessarily and isn't about us doing something more spectacular than what he has already done. Because let's face it, that's impossible. He alone is God. He alone can do what he can do. But when his people do his works today, what this is displaying is a great work because let's face it, let's be honest with one another, let's be vulnerable with one another. We're just a bit ordinary, aren't we? And when we do his works, and people see that and they see something of Jesus in us, in the way that we live our lives. This is a great work because it is a work that is accomplished and set upon the foundations of grace. Think about the Apostle Paul. He who was the destroyer and persecutor and destructor of Christians and the church. When Jesus revealed himself to Paul, he said, Paul, why are you persecuting me? And, and Paul finds faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus becomes his saviour and Paul then gives his life to what? To doing the works of Jesus in his days in which he lived. And Paul goes from the persecutor to the pioneer. He goes from the one who destroys the church to the one who begins to plant churches. Now when we see that and when we think about that, doesn't that just shine God's grace? Doesn't that just make you marvel at the kindness and the compassion and the wonder of God? When the early church then do the works of Jesus, amazing things happen. 
because of what Jesus had already accomplished. So at the day of Pentecost, when Jesus, uh, when um, Peter preaches his sermon, 3,000 people are added, saved and added to the church. 3,000 people. Now that is a number greater than any record that we know of Jesus leading people to himself in any given day. It doesn't mean that Jesus never did. 3,000 or more, that's not what I'm saying. But let's see the, the magnitude of grace here in what Peter is doing as Peter has stepped out of the boat, as it were. This man who had denied Jesus is now proclaiming Jesus, proclaiming the kingdom of God, doing what Jesus would have done in those days. And he and the, the early disciples, the early church, see 3,000 people saved and added. What a work of grace. That is a greater work. Jesus is the one behind the works. Jesus is the foundation. His grace is the foundation of all the works that we'll ever do. We are only imitating him. By his power, he moves in and through us as we aim to bring his compassion as we aim to bring peace as we aim to bring what he is about here today on earth this is a tremendous greater work of grace that is is just simply breathtaking but also they're greater works because they're almost greater in number when jesus walk this earth he could be in one place at one time yet now as he has sent out his holy spirit to fill his disciples as he has gone back to the father and then sent the helper he has made it possible for his works to be done by a multitude of believers a multitude of followers a multitude of disciples who are committing their lives to doing the works of christ in their locations, in their local community, in their neighbourhoods, in their streets, in their families. Now think about the global impact that has, the influence that God's grace, that the, the possibilities almost become endless as God's kingdom is brought near by a multitude of believers in him doing his work. These are greater works because the influence of grace is great in our neighbourhoods and across the globe. Jesus isn't expecting us to find some special magic in of ourselves so that we can do a greater work. No. What Jesus is saying is that by his grace, greater works will will happen because he is ascending to the father he's going back he's gone back he's now seated upon the throne he has completed the salvation for those who put their faith and trust in his cross and now greater works can happen and we get to join him in his mission the church doesn't have a mission the mission has a church it is god's plan and his pleasure to use his people to bring his kingdom today. Now I know what you're probably saying, Matt, this sounds well exciting and this is great. But let's be honest with one another. How daunting can it be when opportunities arise to do that? It can be daunting. We can be, we can be apprehensive sometimes, can't we? 
of doing works. Not because we don't want to share Jesus, but maybe sometimes we get a bit worried about how it's going to be received. Or maybe actually what it is that we are stepping into feels bigger than us. Because let's face it, brothers and sisters, we have our limits, right? Yes, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, 100%. But we are still very much human. And we are still very much people who have limits. And if we were to try and do these things by our own strength and by our own will and by our own power, you know what? We would become a very depressed people (laughs) because what we would find is that fear overtakes boldness. That that we would never overcome a fear of, of stepping out. That we would never speak up in fear that we might say the wrong thing. We may never answer that, that deep question of our friend as they're processing the gospel because we, we're afraid of getting it wrong. Where is the... How can we? How can we do the works of Jesus today? Well... You'll be pleased to know Jesus gives us the answer. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. How can we be a people who do the works of Jesus today? It is prayer. Now, what you're probably thinking is that this sounds familiar. This is the RM family. This is what we're about. E plus E equals C. So... Every day a witness, so people doing the works of Jesus in their everyday lives, plus enough, aka prayer, asking God to move, asking God to empower us through his Holy Spirit to do his works, will result in lives saved, churches planted, churches growing, planting new churches across their town. Now that's what we want to see. That's what... We want to see, right? We want to see people find hope in the good news of Jesus. We want to see those who are like those who are drowning at sea find a hope in the anchor that is Christ. We want to be those who take out the lifeboat and say, look, come and and grab a hold of Jesus. We have a wonderful promise here that when we are on mission, when we are going out and doing his works, whatever we ask in his name, he will do. Why? Because he's the God who came to to love, to seek the lost. He's the God who came and died a sinner's death so that he may reconcile man to God again. God's heart is that all to come and to know him and to to see separation from God eradicated through the reconciliation of Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ. Jesus, when we ask for him to move, when we ask of him in prayer, while we are doing his works, while we are out on the streets, he is a God that loves to answer Because you know what? He wants to bring freedom and he wants to bring hope and he wants to bring his kingdom come. Jesus instructed us to pray like that. Let your kingdom come. 
So we should be expectant. We should not be worried. We should not be fearful when it comes to doing his works. If we hold on to the promise of prayer that he gives us here today. In these days as we prepare, as we await to see when all the lockdowns are lifted, when all the restrictions are eradicated. We have an opportunity in these days to be preparing our hearts afresh to say, Jesus, you know what? I want my life to be like John 14, 12 to 14. Lord Jesus, in these next days, the, the, the fallout from COVID-19, the fallout that we're seeing through the Black Lives Matters, the fallout is huge in our world. And these are just two things that are going on, let alone everything else that is rumbling on in the world that isn't getting the airtime at the moment. Our neighbours, people in our streets, our colleagues are like we once were, lost sheep without a saviour. Brothers and sisters, let's use this time before lockdown ends and we get to be back in our towns fully, back in our workplaces fully, back in our church buildings, whatever it is. Let's ask Jesus to prepare our hearts so that we can be those who proclaim hope to the troubled hearts. That's what his aim is. That's the call of on our lives that Jesus is given to those who are his disciples. I'm going to pray for us as we come to an end. And I just want you to take a, a short moment, just as I pray, just to say to the Lord, Lord, I'm all in on this call. If you're a Christian, I'm all in on this call. If you're watching today and you wouldn't call yourself a Christian, look, we truly believe that Jesus is the the only one in which you can, can put all your hope in. We are a people who say, you know what, all our eggs are in this one basket because it is a hope secured on the basis of this man, Jesus Christ, is resurrected and is alive still today. He died the, the, a sinner's death to, to pay the, the ultimate punishment of sin that separates us from God. And in him, you can have full hope and security that he is the one whose love never fails. He is the one who can bring peace. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the God of all comfort. And he can secure an eternity with him forever where there will be no pain, there will be no sickness. There will be no racism. There'll be no germs and viruses. This is the hope that we have in Jesus. And if you wanna know more about that Jesus, get in touch with, with this wonderful church and um, we'd love to tell you more. So let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for you being the hope of the world. Lord Jesus, thank you for the hope that we have in you. Lord Jesus, that you have made it possible for us to be reconciled with the Father. You have made it possible for us to know our Heavenly Father who is good, who is kind, who is compassionate. And I pray that we would be those that witness and and ambassador of that kingdom of that God and that you would use us in ways that we'd never imagine would be possible Lord God not trusting in our own strength not relying on ourselves but trusting in you being the one who who has sent his holy spirit to fill us afresh so that we can go out 
afresh to do your works today Lord Jesus may we truly see miraculous things Lord God you throughout the book of Acts do miracle after miracle through ordinary folk like us Lord Jesus we want to see what we see in Acts happen in the streets of Faversham across the Swell Borough and across the UK and to the nations Lord Jesus we we long to see that and we ask that you will do that in the name of Jesus Amen Guys, it's been a pleasure to be with you. We are looking forward to seeing you soon. And uh, God bless and goodbye.